Welcome to Beyond Our Focus. I'm Stefan, this is Amanda, and this is Breaking Prisms for December 25th. Really? Yes. It's Christmas! Merry Christmas! As obvious, we definitely filmed this before Christmas. Yeah. We're not here on Christmas filming, but How it is. A, yeah, there's, yeah, they totally believe they're watching it live. Yeah, this is going up on Christmas, and I will say, a good episode for Christmas. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely Christmas themed all the way through. Merry, merry. Yeah, yeah, but this is still a good episode. Yes, it is. So it's a, it's a good present for you guys. Exactly. So, so we, we decorate. She she decorated slightly. Grinch. Eh. <laughs> We have a tree. Because um, I, I didn't say this, breaking prisms. This is where we go over Black Mirror and the Twilight Zone. So today is Black Mirror, season three, episode two, called Playtest. <laughs> nope. Nope. Okay. I was going to sneeze. I was going to. I thought about it. It was like, it's going to happen. And I didn't know. You ruin so, every intro. <laughs> I can't help it. It's going to be with all right, though. So, playtest. We've already kind of said we did like it. Yes. Overall, I, five stars. I, I enjoyed it. It has all the elements that I like, so we're good. Yeah, it, it really well done. I can't say it was like my favorite episode. I have favorite episodes. But it's a very well done episode. Um, I would say the episode itself was probably... It was a better overall episode than Nosedive. But Nosedive had like one of the most satisfying endings that helped the whole episode be such the, the great episode that it was. Yeah. I already forgot what Nosedive was. The rating people? Oh, okay. I keep forgetting because Nosedive sounds... I don't think of Nosedive and rating people. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, that's what it was. And that episode but was yes, good. That was but a it, very good one. It was very a great episode, but the ending is what helped it make it so yes. great. Without that ending, it wouldn't have been as good as it was. Yeah. The episode, and because some of the episodes like a little annoying on certain little issues and things, but it was supposed to be yeah. because of the episode. Where I think this episode probably an overall better and more enjoyable throughout, with the not as great ending. <laughs> Yeah, not not good for people. Yeah, so... Alright, to begin with, we start the episode off looking at this... Uh, I don't even know how old he is. I, it they don't really say. Know. It's clear he... I mean, he, probably, he might be 18. He's a late teen for sure, I would say. I don't know. I would, well, he still apparently lives at home with his mom. But well, I, he probably, he also, he's obviously not in school either, so he... He's probably somewhere between like 18 and 20. That's the thing though, is he told, he told, yeah. in the episode he said that he stayed there because he was taking care of his dad. Mm-hmm. So it could but be still, he is older and came back. I don't think he's that much older. I think he's not an old guy, period. No, I mean, no, no. He's no later than his early 20s, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They, they don't ever really specify a hundred percent. And I didn't look it up. Like I'm sure, like the Wikipedia or something. Maybe. So we see him. We see him in the mirror. Then we see him look like he's sneaking out. He goes yeah. back and grabs his passport, which is apparent. Okay, well he's definitely leaving, going somewhere. Yes. He grabs everything. He has like a backpacking backpack. It yeah. Has... Looks like that's definitely what he's doing. Yeah. And then at, on his way out, yes. in. Was it like an Uber? Yeah, I I wrote that down. I was like, because he just he got into the back of the vehicle, so it wasn't a friend. Yeah. So I was like, Uber. It gotta be an Uber, and 
his mom the, call. Yes, his mom called. He he puts I'm at work. Like the the thing he clicks is I'm at work. So that's gonna be a running theme for this episode. Yes. So then it just pans to him on an airplane. He's looking out the window, or no, he's not looking out the window. It's just it comes through the window, yes. and he's playing a video game and watching a sci-fi movie, I assume of some sort, because he's laughing at the sci-fi movie, but he's also playing his game. Yes, and there's heavy turbulence, yes. which he's perfectly fine with, no oh, issue yeah. at all. And um, comforts this little kid next to him who well, doesn't first, like it. The first thing that happens is the woman comes by and is like, I need you to put that away, sir. His video game. So he takes his earphones off. And so you're like, okay, yeah, the whole... It, if they're having that much turbulence, most likely they're coming down. So she's not coming down. Pretty much she's letting him know your electronic device is going to start affecting things. You need to shut it off like everything else. It's not affecting. I don't believe that in the slightest. Either way, that is the whole airplane rule. I know. I know. But, but no matter how you look at it, if any of those could affect anything on that plane for real, they would not allow you to have them. If your cell phone was going to affect how the plane flew, I promise they would not let you have it. Either way, she tells it. For, she tells him he needs to put it away. He takes off his headphones and stuff, and that's when he notices the girl next to him. Or across the aisle at least kind of like freaking out. And yeah, well. It's kind of like a heavy roller coaster. It's like, woo! And then gets her to do it, and then that's how that scene ends is them. So mm. then it goes into a huge montage oh, of all traveling. his travels. I just put mmm travel. Lots it's, of travel. Def- lots of backpacking, traveling, and exploring, and doing. Thailand, India, Rome. Just and they finally show him sitting what, like a cafe or something. Yes. And there's this couple over there. Yeah. And I guess that's just like, you know what? Yeah. I need to hook up with somebody. That's, that's, what, I'm <laughs> mis- that's what I'm missing in life. So he, I assume, is using some kind of, whatever app that is where you swipe left. If you don't is want it Tinder? I, I, wrote, I don't know. I, I wrote Tinder thing. Tinder thing. Because that's, Tinder I thing. mean, it's a Tinder-ish but type of. Yeah. So he swipes, swipes, swipes. And then he's like, ooh, and sees. Sonia, and then swipes right to a match, and next thing you know, they're having. What, it looks like a bar or restaurant. It's not really a restaurant. It looks more like a bar. Looks like a fancy bar, a, a fancy nice bar. bar. So huh. they're talking about his travels and what he's doing, and then he gets into the whole. Oh well, I think his mom calls again. Again. And she's like, oh, what's that about? And he's just like, it's not a story I want to get into. <laughs> so, no, it's not so worth yeah. it. Uh, some point, at some point in here, he mentions he's going home next week. So yes. It's not going to be very long. And uh, he, yes, this is the last leg of his travels. So Ask her about uh, if she knows anything cool for him to do. Yes. Anything interesting to do while I'm here. And then interesting... Well, I mean, is there anything interesting to do? And I think she volunteers as tribute. I, <laughs> she's like, I indeed is, am interesting. Because yeah, that's like that's where we go next. <laughs> they wake up, and I believe that's once again he gets a phone call, and he this time he puts sorry I'm busy whatever, and it, literally he uses the automatic response text. Mm-hmm. He doesn't type anything. She's like, wow, that's a little impersonal. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's figured out, very much ignoring his mother. Yes. Uh, 
The funny thing is, is she, they're looking for the phone first. It ranges. She's like, is that you or me? And then, pay, oh, it must be you. Mom. Mom. And so American or something. She's like, yes, I am. Uh, because mom instead of mum. Yes. Mum. I say mum, though, so. Because you're weird. Yeah. I just, I, you like to pretend you're British. It's not my fault. She's my mum. And I call her my mumster. She's my mumster. Because you like to fake pretend to be British. Yes, that is exactly, exactly me. <laughs> Sorry, all I pictured of uh, Adam Sandler's movie, just go with it. Where he, um. oh. It, it's pretty much, he uh, pretty much hires his co-worker and her kids to be his ex-family so that yeah. he can impress this girl. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I've never seen commercials oh. or something for it. But uh, the little girl, she's like, can I do an accent? He's like, no accents. And then immediately when she's put on the spot, she starts speaking in a British accent. He's like, oh my God. And they're like, we sent her to a private school. You have to do something at that point because <laughs> like, why does only the little girl have an accent? Yeah. Well, we sent her to like a British private school. And she really <laughs> took to the language. Yeah. And it was, it's just, oh my goodness. So anyways, uh, he starts talking, oh, the first thing, shoot, when they were at the bar, he's like, oh, I also, you know, ran with the bulls, this is how I got that scar, like, mm-hmm. or that, the stitches, pretty much. And then while they're in bed, she has, like, this giant scar on his, um, shoulder, and she goes, well, what's that from? I bet it's from this, this grand story, and he's like, no, it's this guy, Josh Peters, in my shop class, he, like, hit me with this metal thing. Yeah. You're like, oh well, that's that's not what. Why is that important? Like, why do you need to know about the scar? And some dude named Josh Peters. Like, why do we need to know his name? Why isn't it just a bully? Just I don't know. there's a very good reason. Yeah. I mean, it's there for a reason. So they move on. She asks if he's hungry. They go into the kitchen, and he starts browsing her games. Oh, well, he's looking around through books and stuff, and then comes across her. Massive game collection, which is like a dozen games. Wow. Massive. There were PS3 and PS2 games there. So PS4, she's in my league, okay. PS4, PS3, and then there's like a random one or two PS2 games sitting there. Well, she's in my league except for the PS1. So, some um, games of note is Bioshock and Resident Evil, only because there are other references that come out later into the show about Bioshock and Resident Evil for sure that I caught. Um, there's Dark Souls up there, um, Heavy Rain, Until Dawn, Dead Space, Silent Hill, South Park, <laughs> Portal 2, um, an old game called Manhunt. That was like super yeah. violent and stuff. And then randomly in a very old like DVD, they had Face Off on top of them. I'm like, yeah. yeah okay. Everybody likes Face Off. Okay? Yeah. I'm not against it. It's just... Really random compared to everything else right there. Just the one random DVD. Well, and then she has one random book, too. And it's not even at the very end. It's like in but Like, it's like... It's not even at the end of the games. It's like in the middle of the games. And it's singularity. So it was just very interesting. So, yes. She, he asks about singularity. They start joking around. And then, of course, he gets a call again. Which... He ignores, and she's this time like, dude, you gotta tell me what's going on. And to which we learn his origin story. The origin story. <laughs> he becomes Spider-Man. <laughs> How do you know? Okay. I do know. And because if you're watching this when this comes out at all, and you haven't gone to see it into the Spider-Verse, go see it. 
because it was a great movie. That is all. You don't have to harass this. I do. I do. It needs to be seen. It was a great movie. This is not the Bible. Okay. He's, <laughs> you're like you're like preaching it. Go see the movie. Okay. So he, you find out that he stay pretty much. He that's when he says that his mom. He lives with his mom because he was taking care of his dad, and his dad actually passed away a year ago. He had Alzheimer's, and he was his best friend. So watching him forget everything, like by the end of it, his dad didn't even know who he was. So it like just killed him. So once his dad passed, it's been a year. His mom still, he doesn't know how to talk to his mom because he was closer to his dad. Mm -hmm. So that gap, he doesn't know what to say to her, doesn't know what to do, and he just needed to get away and start his life over. So he goes on this giant trip, and when he goes back, he says that he's gonna try again to talk to her. And so this girl is pretty much like, call your mom, and leaves him to it, to which he he doesn't call his mom. So then, but then we, I think we immediately just go to an ATM. Yes. Trying to get money out to buy a plane ticket. Yes. Also, that is the first mention of his name. Is during that conversation, you find out his name is Cooper. You know what? I didn't remember. I didn't even get his name to like three fourths of the the the, the show. <laughs> yeah, he because she like kisses him on the forehead and says, "You're a good man, Cooper," and then says, "Call your mom." Well, instead of saving to the end, his name is one of the game references because you don't find out his last name to the oh. very very end, end. Yeah. of it. And his name is Cooper Redfield. Oh, Redfield. I thought it was Richfield. Richfield. Oh. Pretty positive it was Redfield. I looked at it very closely, which is the, the last name of the character for Resident Evil. Yes. Claire Redfield. Claire Redfield. Redfield. Look uh, for her brother, Chris Redfield. Yeah. So, huh, just that, that's one of <laughs> the two references. I was wondering what the Resident Evil reference was going to be. His last name. Hmm. And there are probably more in here that I just yeah. missed. Going through. The house looks very Resident Evil. It looks, <laughs> yeah, it, it, the house looks very any game, movie, horror, anything. Um, Which in this it was, it, it, that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. So. so he goes to the ATM, he's trying to withdraw money and it rejects it. Yep. And so he tries again, rejects it. And he calls the company and immediately I wrote down identity stolen? Question mark. Either that or they stole his card number or phone yeah. or whatever it was. But someone has robbed him blind. Yes. Which, of course, they will return the money and blah, blah, blah. But it will take, I don't even know if they said. They but you get it. He just goes and that will take how long? And then he like kneels down on the ground because he's like, I'm trying to buy a plane ticket. I need to go now. Yeah. So he starts going through his contacts of who am I going to call? And he selects his mom and doesn't hit call. No, he doesn't call his mother. Yeah. To which he ends up on her doorstep. Yeah, so, so yeah, Sonia, and, and she comes back, and she's like, oh, this this is the lamest, you know, excuse for a second hookup, so. But she helps him. Yeah. And for some reason that leads to, I have an idea. Well, the first thing it says is he's like, you're a top bird. What the hell, guy? It's British, you're British, come on. He's like, I don't, he's like, I don't know what it means, but you're, you're one of them. Good old top bird. Yes, I just. And then he goes to odd jobs. Odd job, the apple. 
She had never heard of it. It must be an American thing. I don't know. Except he get he's on well, it there, so. Well, there's just because, I mean, you don't have to have heard of an app for it to exist, so. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Mm. So through that, he says, oh, look, there's like a $4 sign for a job for thrill seekers. Yes. For Sayogimu? Uh, Sayogimu. Sayogamu. 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 Yeah. I, I don't... I, Sito-gamu. Gamu. Sito-gamu. S-A-I-O-G-E-M-U. Yeah. Oh. I didn't write it down, so I was just going off what she said. I just wrote it down. I'm going off Did what you... the subtitles said. I was about to say, you <laughs> use the subtitles, so... They work! Anyway, You could turn them on? I already have to stare at a screen. Yay big. Don't I'm matter. not taking up more you of could, the screen you with could letters. Do it. No. Anyways, it is called... It is for playtest. They need playtesters. Yes, which apparently... She she said she'd done some playtesting before. Well, she said she said that she works for a video game company because yes. that's why she has her games. Yeah, her big selection of games. Yeah, she because he asked, "Oh, you're a gamer?" She's like, "I have to be for my job." Yes, but uh, but supposedly, whatever Gameu is a huge, 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 huge horror game company. Yes, she knew the name of a game. I didn't write it down, but uh. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know what that one is. Shadow something. Yeah, because he says it like five billion times. Yeah, and I don't remember it. And it's like posters everywhere. But, um, yes, it is owned by Sho Saito. Saito, Saito, Saito. And they make a big deal. He's super popular. He's a big deal. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, no one knows what he's working on. If If you could get a picture of anything in there, it could be worth a lot more than four dollar signs. Yes, so immediately cuts to him being inside this building, talking yep. to this lady. And it is the most awkward, probably one of the most awkward scenes of this entire episode. Because he goes he, tr- he goes so far out of his way to pretend like he, he, he's just the hipness that is games. <laughs> he's just trying to crack jokes. And he's he just, is not. No. He's trying to crack jokes. He's like, here, let me get my bag. She's like, no, Raul will take care of it. And he's like, ah, he'll take care of it. Like, I... Haruken! He's like, I didn't need it anyways. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> just stop talking. Horrible. Yes. So... But what a great space to work in. <laughs> Their office area was awesome. Like, the, he's like, they walk in. You have the two people that are face-to-face with each other with glasses on, just typing away on keyboards. And he's like, are they? And she doesn't She doesn't even say anything. And- no, it's anything. But he just, he's looking around, like, design artists and stuff for the game. And all kinds, but just the workspace yes. and everything, which is awesome. Ugh, I loved their glasses. I was, that's one of the things I wrote down was no monitors. I was like, sweet. No more blocky things in front of you. Just... Your glasses. Uh, we're we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Are we going to be alive when we get there? Yes, absolutely. Are we going to be old enough, or I mean young enough, to actually be happy that it's useful? I think so. Okay. I, think, I, 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 I could personally see this stuff in within the next decade. We could see, I can't imagine some of the advancements we're going to make the next decade. Okay. Well, let me do this. Are we going to be rich enough by that point to have... <laughs> We will see at that. <laughs> Maybe it'll be more like 15 years instead for us. But I don't know. I, okay. I, 
technology is moving so incredibly quick. It is. It really is. Um, I mean, they already have... I mean, we already have, like, Google Glass, and they're, they're already getting to doing things very yeah. interesting like that. And VR is going further and further, and... As just... long as they don't get to this point, I'll be happy. I can't deal with this. Ooh, yeah. He goes, yeah, <laughs> um, <has> some interesting... <laughs> so, they go into a room, and she's having him read and sign Well, his... before they go okay. into the room, she asks, like, hey, I've oh, got to take self- your phone. Yeah. He's like, I'm to a little which... paranoid. Yeah, they have to be. Secrets and all this fun stuff. No, he said, I'm a little paranoid. Oh, but... So, he gives her a phone. Yes. She, he gives her a phone. And then they go into the room. Yeah, no, he, he gives her his phone. But yes. He gives her his phone. She goes into the room with it. They sit down, and she puts the phone down. Did she? Yes. Is that how that works? Just wait for it, because she's having him sign the contract, and the last page is missing. She's like, "Why, why do right that?" Back. I just thought he had two phones, no. so I thought, because no. I just don't remember her actually setting it down. I thought he just handed her a fake phone and had a second phone, to which he forgot and left on the counter. No, um, she, because they're sitting at the table, and he's like. Uh, where, where do I sign at? And she's like, oh, a page is missing. Which I'm like, you're a high dollar company. How the hell is your sign page missing? The hell. Yeah. So. Well, he is signing an NDA, not in the closure agreement. And what should I make you sign with any gaming things? Yeah. If you can't talk about this. You can't say anything. And if you do, we can sue you. Yes. Uh, so that and then also signing for a small procedure. Yes. Health procedure. There's a small medical procedure involved. It's, it's no worse than like getting your ears pierced. Yes. So she opens up the case, and then he's like, uh, I, there's a page missing. So she's like, oh, I'll be right back. And so she leaves, and he immediately grabs his phone off the table, uh, takes a picture of the uh, case, it, like opens the case. It's just weird things. He doesn't know what they are. No, right? so, but he gets a few pictures yes. to which you hear the door, and then yes. it cuts, and then he's in a seat. Yeah, he literally, like, it shows his screen, he sent it, he's like some weird medical thing, and she's like, what the fuck? Like, she just puts WTF question mark, and then he's like, whoop, like it never happened. So his phone's back on the table, she's like, oh, just go ahead and sign there, and everything's happy. We proceed as normal. Yes. Well, there's nothing normal about this, but... And then you find out he... It's like they go over, they put this little U thingy on his head, mm-hmm. and then she's like, squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. It looks like an earbud, but they call it the mushroom. Mm-hmm. To which a little, I don't know, a little back thing pops up, and then she gets to his neck and puts it up and injects something into his neck. Yes. Or the base of his spine. And oh. he's like, oh, I, that was it? Yeah, all, all is solid. To which she, this is where she does the first update, huh? Um, before the gopher game? He's, uh, it's before the gopher game. She, oh, like, she goes, she goes back to her seat and she's like, um, it's just going to take a moment to initialize. Yes. And there's going to, might, there might be a small twinge. So it starts beeping and these little blue dots right, on They're the, working on an interactive augment reality system. Layers on top of reality is what she calls it. Yes. Um. And she says there's going to be a small update or initiation commencing at 5.38. And it is currently 5.37. (laughs) That is interesting. So, 
So she starts initializing. And you see the blue bars moving on his thing. And suddenly, something happens. <laughs> and it just says, Ma. She's like, oh, she's like, oh no, I, I could have swore I turned this off. And then so she reaches over, she picks it up, turns it off, and then sets it back down. And she looks up at him like she's super worried. And he's just, he's fine. I mean, he's wincing a little from the, uh, thing, like, just the... Mm-hmm. But... So, then we go to the gopher game. Yes. Which is just whack-a-ball. Yeah. But it pops out. Something on the table, these little holes it's, appear. Yeah, it's cool. Because it comes they... out and it's, like, super terribly 3D animated. Yeah, what they have is it's just these discs. Just flat discs, like almost like coasters. And she throws them on the table for him. And he's looking at him like, okay, what's this? And then she's like, okay, just wait for it, wait for it. And then they sink into the table. And he's like, oh my goodness. And a little gopher, pretty much a little Minecraft gopher pops out. <laughs> and she's like, how are the graphics? She's like, it's, it's horrible. And they increase one. Yeah. They're like, oh, this looks a little bit better. And they increase again. It's like, oh, gopher buddy, you're looking pretty cool now. Yeah. He has his nice little suit on. He's like, woo. And the guy is freaking out. Like, he, I put, just put the little gopher is so cute. And he's like sitting there kind of like poking him. And the gopher is reacting to it. Like, yes. he's like, hmm. And then it turns into whackable. Yes. That's what this game is. And he's having a blast with and, it. And yeah, he's he's just he's like, oh my goodness, this is so much fun. Like, can you see this? And she's like, no, you're the only one that can see this. Like you, got, he's like, you can't see this. And it's like, no, this is only happening to you. Not everyone's on drugs. <laughs> so he has a great time. To which she suggests, oh, you should try out the full beta. Yeah. And like, there there would be a lot more money involved. He's all in. This is awesome. So he goes upstairs to uh, meet the big guy. Yeah, Saito. The creator of the game. The creator of the horror game. The creator of this new interactive thing. Yes. So once again, it's another awkward moment for him. Because all the way up the stairs, he's just... I don't know. It was either either that or he was being awkward before that. Because there was one... At one point, he was walking up the stairs and he's being awkward again. And I'm like, dude, just stop. (laughs) But he meets him. They, of course, there's the little language barrier thing. So you know that, of course, he's mainly speaking Japanese. She's translating for him. Mm -hmm. All that kind of stuff. And they sit down. And he finds out that it's going to be... they They need to upload a neural net package. That is going to be the next step so that she, they can get the next game going. Yep. To which, that once again, it is 617 at this yes. point. And there's a weird delay this time that they're kind of, they seem kind of worried about. Because like they plug in the thing and he's sitting there and the little bars are going. He looks like he's not in pain this time like he was when it last initialized. But... When they take it off, he doesn't move for a minute. And they're kind of looking at him like, oh, geez. <laughs> and then he opens his eyes and he's like, oh, okay, I, I feel normal. Yeah, things feel great. Mm. And they take him to the house. Well, she informs him that 
they are uploading a program that is going to find the best way to scare him. That's what this is. <laughs> yes. It's going to be based off his reactions. It's going to be taking things from his memories, his fears, everything, and using it against him. Mm-hmm. So they take him to a secluded house, which is the replica of the house they used for the game. The big horror game this guy's known for. Yes. And the only objective is for him to stay in the house for as long as he can. Yes. So he uh, pretty much, like, he literally doesn't know what he's supposed to do at first. He's just like, I'm in a big house. Well, what do you guys want me to do? They're just like, make yourself at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They give him a piece. Uh, yeah, and they say, um, what's a safe word if you want to leave? He's like, stop. Oh, okay. That, that, that's yeah, stop, stop, work, stop. <laughs> um, what was it? I wrote down seeing things. And I couldn't, it was some, it was a actual, it was a discussion that she was having with him about how, oh no, it was him. He was talking to her. He was saying that he was extremely bored. And he's like, no wonder why people start seeing things. They just get extremely bored. <laughs> this is why people back in the day. And she's like, well, actually, you know, that, you, that could attribute to a lot of ghost sightings. How there were so many ghost sightings back then because there was nothing to do. <laughs> so that's because he and he's like, oh, I keep reaching for my phone and it's not there. There's no TVs. There's no Wi-Fi. There's no nothing. And he's like, I'm bored to death. And then that's when things start hitting the fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He picks up a book. He's, he tends to pretty to read for a moment yeah, there. Edgar Allan Poe. And, yeah, and then, 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 then there's a fancy spider. About, I don't know, four or five inches. I mean, a healthy spider. Healthy-sized spider. Yeah, just crawling towards the ground, like, just crawling across the ground. And he sees it, and he kind of just like, nah. <laughs> So he mm. he kind of, he shows his first. He's like, she's like, your heart rate has elevated. <laughs> he's like, ah, it's just it's just I don't just don't care for them. Uh, just a spider to yeah. which he he hasn't figured out that it's part of the thing. Yes, it's. She has noted to him before all this that nothing he sees can hurt him. Nothing he sees can physically harm him. Mm-hmm. He will feel nothing. He can go through everything. It's not going to hurt him. Just hear and see. Yes. It's all audio and visual. And so um, he starts playing whack-a-mole. <laughs> uh, pretty much going to kill the spider until he eventually lands on it and nothing. Yeah. Looks at his shoe and there's nothing there. Because it was fake. Yes. So therefore. So he, he kind of gets it at that point. He's like, ah, okay. I understand now. And... Decides to go back to sitting down. At some point here, very soon, he recognizes there's a light on. Yes, he's... And there was, a, there was a picture of the mansion hanging up. And now there's a light on, in the mansion, on the picture hanging up. Yeah, he had sat... Like, he had noticed the picture first, went around the house, sat down, saw the spider, got up, or sat back down, and then turned and is like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so he's... Now staring at this picture with the light on, and he's trying to explain it to her. Mm -hmm. She's like, remember, I can't see what you do, mm -hmm. so you have to tell me what's going on. 
And frequently through the episode, it shows it through a camera point of view. Because she mm. said there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, she's watching him. Yes. And what's going on. So you just see a guy like playing whack-a-mole on the ground with nothing. And you see the picture, but you don't see a light on. And, and then all of a sudden there's a guy in the window where the light. And he's like, whoa. And he tries to explain it to her and then looks back and it's gone. It's all gone. Uh, then he starts hearing things in the house. That was actually really cool. Like, that was, like, to me, that would have made the game right there. It's because it's like, light, or no light, light, person in the window, no person in the window, suddenly, from the exact same point that the picture is, uh, right up above it, on the top floor, you hear footsteps. And they're coming towards the stairs that are across the room. So, of course, you're heading towards the stairs. But I just like that the sound came directly from where the picture should have been on the second floor. I thought that was a really she, cool element. Uh, puts to rusted pipes. Yes. <laughs> just old leaky pipes. Leaky pipes. Leaky old rusted pipes. And except the, the one thing I will say is I'm, they didn't have the gate right as far as like, they had the walking, like, really cool. And then running. Like, it sounded like for the last part, he was running towards the stairs. But that was, like, a little child's run. Because it was, like... <laughs> I was, like, dude. He's, like, twinkle toes. Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> but, yes. So, he goes to the edge of the stairs. Yes, and then I think he goes to turn back. Yes. And there's just this guy right there. And at first, he freaks out. He's like, oh, damn. And just turns around and is like, breathe. You have to explain to me what's going on. I can't see it. And so then that's when he turns around and starts giving a description of this man. Yes, who isn't moving or doing anything at all. Just there. They beta note right there. Your dude's not doing anything. He ain't doing anything. So he describes him a little bit, to which he finally says... Yeah, he looks a lot like that. Whatever you say his name, Josh was. Peters. Yeah, his bully. So this thing is apparently figured out that he got bullied by this Josh Peters. He's, she's like, "Were you scared of him? Nah, nah, I wasn't scared of him. He was just a bully." Yeah, yeah. But now I was trying to use him to scare him. Yes. So it's just a guy that looks exactly like this bully with scruffy hair and a big hat and a giant cloak, and. He starts talking to this guy like, all like, what? What are you going to do? And then just goes straight through him. I did like the effect. <gasps> oh, there's last things I needed from earlier. Bless you. No. <laughs> I'm just hoping one of these days you just burst into flames. It would be but, funny. But, uh, no. He, uh, I do like the effect of how when you kind of mess with the graphics, mm. it's not just like hologram where you just go through it it like literally takes part of the pixels with you it's almost like paint yes it's, it's, it's weird it, it's like you can't really affect it but by going through it it skews the the image to a degree yeah. it look, it's very interesting look it does look yes. cool so he goes into another room and he starts kind of just talking really fast and she's like i i've noticed cooper that you're rambling mm. and he's like I, I just i like to talk and she's like it's something that humans do when they start getting scared. It kind of just masks the fear. And, of course, he's like, I'm, I'm not scared. I'm hungry. Exactly. He's hungry. 
It's like, well, there's some there's some snacks in the, the cupboard or whatever yeah. over there. So he goes and he's looking for stuff and he gets some cookies and then he's like, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to close this cabinet and there's going to be something right there. Yeah. To which, I mean, I was thinking literally the exact same well, thing because yeah. it's the classic scare. Yes. So I was too. And he's like, he's going to be standing right there. So when he closes it and you see the hat line on the door, I was like, not exactly what I was thinking, but kind of. And then, boom. <laughs> it's like, this, whoo, I, this four foot wide spider comes around with Josh Peterson's face. And that's the thing is that it didn't even come around like part of its like part of its feet and legs started coming through the cupboards. <laughs> I know that's probably a graphic issue, but holy crap! I was like, nope, nope. Uh, yeah, my note was pretty much just MF and Spider because in all caps, giant. And, uh, and the graphics were really cool on it. They really did a good job. They put some time into that one. <laughs> He started, like, screaming. He was like, she's like, you need to explain to me what's going on. He's like, there's a giant spider, and it has, like, Josh Peter's face. And I don't know why he said there was penises sticking out of his face. <laughs> well, that was, like, the, 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 the mouth claws, yeah. but they were huge little yeah. <laughs> And I guess that's just how he felt he needed to describe it. He's like, damn, dude, you're gross. And then, like, just starts backing away from it. And then... Uh, Suddenly, the radio starts cutting out on him, and she's like, what, what, hello? And while he's sitting there talking to her, the spider's suddenly curiously moving in closer to him. So he's like, nah. Uh, and there's a, right after the radio messes up, there's a knock on the door. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. So he kind of goes around the spider and starts heading toward, he's like, I hope that's you guys. It's like, you're here to fix the radio. I know what this is about. So he goes, and then he kind of stops. Like, wait. Like, this is going to be something bad. So first he grabs a weapon, and then he's like, no, I got this. And just puts it down, and then heads to the door, and has to psych himself out just to open the door. To which it's Sonia! And he's like... Wow, they got you here. They got you here too. (laughs) She's here telling me you're in danger. Blah blah blah, and he's convinced that she's just fake. Yes. Until he goes to touch her. Yeah, he starts playing with her face, and he's like, "Whoa, you're like really real. How much did they pay you to be here?" (laughs) Exactly. And she's trying to tell him that uh, pretty much Saito tried to get this system approved a while back and, and it was denied and it was insane and, and dangerous it was a complete brain interface i believe um that he was trying to get approved and they said it was an insane and dangerous five people had already disappeared and it was related to this company to which he's just like dude it's like how much did they pay you like this is this is crazy like i've been going through all this and then suddenly she just goes stark. No, no. He goes, how did you find me? Yes. And she's like, well, the company. I just looked at the address and blah, blah, blah. No. How did you find me here? 
I don't have my phone. It's all the way out there yeah, and blah, cause, blah, blah. Because she said, I used the Friend Finder yes, app. And exactly. he's like, my phone is like a mile away. So how did you find me here? And that's when she goes just a billion percent serious. Yes, like it just like Stark just everything drops away. All emotions are gone. She bypasses him and heads towards the drawer and just pulls out a knife. She's like, you ever wonder why how your credit card information got stolen and i i led you to this company i took your crap i led you here to which she stabs him she (laughs) she she stabs him oh yeah or he turns around or something he's like you know what i'm done with this turns around and just stabs him no she turns around and the spider launches into his face and and then then she she stabs him. him Yeah. Exactly. Because then it, and it, it was from behind. Yes. Because it goes through, like, right through yes. his shoulder blade from the back. So, to which he turns around, tries to t- tussle with her. She shoves him, and he lands on the wood floor and with just, the knife. Yeah. And he's just screaming and screaming, and they're fighting, and they're just... And then she like kind of lifts him up a bit more and slams him down, so you hear it go all. And you just the see the way. blade sticking out like this yeah, far through his shoulder, to which he decides. Well, he grabs her head, like yeah, and he rips her face off. Like he's starting to pull, and it's starting to do that weird graphic thing, like the guy did, and except it's in her skin, and just now she looks like Red Skull at this point. Yes. Which, another note that I forgot to put down that I was going to was that, you know, your whole Resident Evil thing. It's like, to me, she started acting like a zombie at one point. Like, she was gnashing her teeth at him. And then when she becomes a skull, then it really starts to where she's chomping towards his face. And he decides, you know what? Big blade in the shoulder? Let's just... (laughs) Hugs. Hugs. Giant hug. Killer hug. And immediately, like, he's freaking out. You see the skull just pressed against his chest. And then he's, like, closing his eyes. And next thing you know, nothing. Nope, he's not stabbed. He's perfectly fine. Yes. To which he starts screaming, stop. Well, I think she finally comes back over the radio. Yes. To which he freaking out. Yes. Talking about how it wasn't supposed to feel pain. Yes. And blah. It's like, it's impossible. Blah, blah, blah. And he's <laughs> freaking out. It's like it is possible. It just happened. I went through it. It. I could feel the shoulder. Like, t- who is she? Who's this woman? It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, so he's screaming, "Stop!" And he's like, "She's like, okay, okay. I will get you to the. You. I will get you out. But you have to make it to the access." Which point. is the most game thing I have I ever heard in my entire life. Oh, we can't get you. you got to get to this particular point yeah. to do this thing so we can come and do this thing. This is the we Matrix. Can't. You have to get to a telephone. To which I don't understand why he just didn't just go out the front door. Because I just would have laughed. But well, I know the house isn't what it is. It, it's this thing. It is it's, oh, yeah. the access point my foot. It's like the page master, the giant exit sign. But yeah. So he is like, okay. They're like, it's on the second level. They're like, one more level and you'll be okay. So he starts heading up the stairs and meets a hallway with a door at the end of it. And he's like, he stops. He's like, 
I know again, it's going to be behind classic there. Classic game. Yes. It's like, oh, there. that's where the boss battle is. Yeah. Right there. That's where it's going to be through that door. Yes. So he gets closer to it and stops. He's like, I know it's going to be behind that door. It's going to be awful. It's going to be like my mom hanging from the ceiling. Like, and here is where the next video game reference. This is where the Bioshock reference a million percent comes in. Okay. What does she tell him to get him through the door? Do you remember? Um, she says nothing, pretty much nothing in that room can hurt you. I remember she says that. Yeah. But but she uses a phrase. She says, would you kindly open oh. the door? And that, that phrase is a huge, huge, huge thing in the first Bioshock. Because through the entire game, the character who you're talking to asks you, would you kindly do this? Yeah. Would you kindly do that? Would you kindly? And it's a huge thing. as a plot point in everything in the game. Hmm. So it's, uh, it's a million percent from Bioshock. <laughs> to which he does. He does go through the door. Yes. Hearing that, he calms himself, opens the door, and it's empty. It's an empty room. And he's like, he breathes a sigh of relief, closes the door, and she starts asking him a bunch of weird questions. Like, oh, so it's like, describe your mom. Like, what was her hair color? Was she tall? Was she? And he's trying to answer. Well, the door, yeah, there's no access point, but the door also disappears. And he's just in this room now. Yeah. He can't get out. Yes. And she's like... Uh, what's your name? Like, where were you born? Which just answering, like, asking all these weird questions, and he suddenly can't answer them. Nope, he can't remember anything. His name, he can't remember anything at this yeah. point. And suddenly, she, the voice over the radio becomes this maniacal, just horrid person. Same lady, but just who she Horribly becomes. mean, and yes. like, She's we like, just, you're, this thing's overriding your brain, yeah. it's making you forget things, and we just wanted to see you, if we could make you do whatever we wanted you to do, yeah, and... Pretty much, it's like, well, there is no access point. It's like, we really thought it was going to be your mom on the other side of the door. So this is a really interesting development, and it's like... So this must be your worst nightmare then, you know, forgetting everything, just like your dad. And just, it's it's horrible. He is, like, freaking out. And now he's gotten to the point where he's forgotten so much that he's not really screaming anymore. He's just crying because he suddenly doesn't know who he is or how he got there, why he's there, anything. To where we officially have people break into the room. Yes. Because... Uh, no, they don't break in until he freaks out. Like oh, he's, he sits there, he breaks a mirror, <laughs> he sees the glass on the floor and tries to pick up a piece of glass because he wants to take it out by hand. Yes, he's going to rip this thing or yeah. cut this thing out. Yeah. And suddenly people break into the room and stop him. They have him on the ground and he's just like, I don't know who I am. And... To which she has a little computer, and she's like, "Well, she, I can't turn it off. Yes. I can't turn it off. It's got tendrils in me, and I can't do anything with this." It has it, it has spread to further areas than we thought it would. There is no way to safely remove it, and he's just like, "Who are you guys? Who am I? I don't even know who I am anymore." Which I think Saito comes in and is like, "Well." Mm, that pissed me off so bad. I 
humbly apologize <laughs> on behalf of the company. I uh, humbly apologize that you can't remember a damn thing about yourself. And says, just put him with the others. <laughs> to where it cuts to black. Yes. And we are back to the second update. Yes, he is screaming. And he is screaming. And so she quickly takes it out, takes the little injector thingy, puts the mushroom, takes the mushroom out. He gets up, and they're like, "We are so sorry. You were not supposed to feel anything." She's like, like "It that, is too powerful." And so that was only one second. Yes, she's like, "That means that the game, the game settings and stuff are still too powerful. We need to lower them." And he's just like, "I'm going home." Oh yeah, no, no, he is way past done at this point. So. Gets on the plane, goes he's home. He's leaving, he's going back home. He's home, or he pulls back up to his place. You see him go inside. He's calling for his mom. And so he opens the door to her room, and she's sitting on the bed crying. And she looks up at him, and she's like, he's like, Mom, it's okay. He's like, I'm home pretty much. And she walks up to him. She's like, I need to call him. And then picks up the phone. My first reaction was, is, like, I thought maybe she went crazy too. And that she was trying to call her dead husband. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought, when she said, I need to call him, it was like, dude, I know you're grieving still, but. Then immediately, very quickly, I need to call Cooper. Yes. And then he's like, Mom, I'm I'm right here. And I was like, Oh, this is this is sad. (laughs) Like, he just went through this with his dad. Now it's his mom. And she's like. Where, why did Cooper run? Like, why did Cooper leave? And he's like, I, Mom, I'm right here. And she's like, I need to call him. I need to make sure that he's safe. And he just gets this dawning realization on his face. Like, his eyes just get wide as she's picking up the phone and dialing it. Just, you, he gets this look of, don't do that. Just don't do it. And she's, he's just like, Mom, stop. And yeah, then. Then we cut to black. <laughs> and now we're back to the first update. Yes, where he is literally having a seizure yeah. inside the little thing. And she's quickly goes over, tries to. It's too late. It's, it's too late. And Saito runs in, and she's like. Pretty much like, what happened? I think. The phone intercepted. Yeah, interfered with it. Yes. Which is, well, we know it's a known problem. The phone interference. and Yeah, that was the reference that I had to the whole plane thing. The whole fact. Yeah, to her telling him that he needs to put that away. And suddenly, you know, this whole huh. thing happening. I just found that cool. But this goes to be 100% that lady's fault. She took the phone and didn't turn it off. No, it wasn't. It's, it's Cooper's fault, but... He gave her the phone. Yeah, he also turned it back on. She did turn it on. Oh, did she? Oh, yes, okay. He turned it on to take the picture. Yes, that's and then she didn't, he didn't have time to turn it back off, so he just left it on there, and that's why the phone rang. It's because he, t- he left the phone on. She's like, I know I turned it off. It won't happen again. Uh, he's like, well, what, 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 whatever. He's like, he was shouting mom. Yeah. It's like, well, take note of that. And they, they very calmly just stand over this guy. And then it just 
Yeah, just have it a really calm... Shows him and they just zip him up in the body bag. They just have a very calm conversation in Japanese about how uh, it's like it it was only, what, 0.04? Yep, 0.04 seconds. Yes. And it's just like pretty much they're like the, the, the phone. It was the phone. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. type in the little computer. Yeah, that's the ending thing. Is that That's where we found his name, Cooper Redfield, test duration 0.04. Uh, cause cause of crash. I like that. It was cause of crash, and you're all just like, it's called a crash now. <laughs> cause of death. But yes, cause of crash was phone interference, and then the end. The end. What is crazy this? ride? Oh, crazy ride for technically only being zero point zero four seconds. Oh my goodness, that was good though. I liked it. I I will probably actually watch that episode again. Like just it's a very interesting episode. I but I'm a, I'm a huge horror freak though, so I I loved the whole haunted house thing. I loved the whole playing with reality versus what was actually going on. It was great. Yeah, that goes a that goes a, a just a smidge far. Yeah. <laughs> and you 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 officially cannot tell what's real and what's not anymore yeah it was kind of like just dwindling into madness at that point because it's like you went from sane game to suddenly just going further and deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole and then you find out the reason why you went so deep is because you were gone already i'm sorry (laughs) what did that remind me of it reminded me of uh either a movie or another episode that we've already been through but well sure but very interesting episode very good episode yeah very different very a lot of insane things happen (laughs) i don't want that technology i really don't Uh, i feel like we're getting there though i don't want it though (laughs) like out of all the technology this is something i don't want as cool it is as cool as it is to play games like do the haunted house thing or uh, like they have apps for your phone and stuff or the virtual reality things where you go through haunted houses and things pop out and stuff. This is taking it one step a little too far. <laughs> no, we have to inject things in you. Yeah, so Yeah. <laughs> when things start actually playing inside your brain, it's time to stop. <laughs> go into brainwashing and robots taking over the world and just, we're done. It's, it's I'll insane. be toast at that point. So it is insane. But a cool episode. Playtest. I definitely recommend. That not, by now, it's too late for you. But I was gonna say I had taken note of it and forgot to say at the beginning of the episode was any episode that I would want you guys to watch before you watch us sit here and talk about would have been this one. <laughs> <laughs> but I forgot to say that before we started talking about it. Um, and I also forgot to mention that if you did not recognize the actress that played Sonia, she is, her name's Hannah, and she actually plays Ava, or Ghost, from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. Her biggest thing. Yes. So. Yay! That's about it. Yeah. A cool episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And, um. An episode inside our next episode. Will we ever wake up? Uh, We hope so. (laughs) I hope so. 
Oh, but as always, you can reach me at Stars Untraveled, reach Amanda at KZ Pup, reach the show at Beyond Our Focus on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, podcast services. Like, subscribe to the channels, comment down below, comment on the... Uh, anywhere you'd like. Your Twitter and everywhere Comment else. on someone else's page. Yeah, as long as you're commenting, as long as you're... Uh, we, we gotta see Take comments. Take we're, we're getting We're getting comments, things are happening. Yeah. Dude, home dude. Home dude. Our, our only person who comments on a lot of our stuff. Well, better home dude than half a, a half of you were like you were calling him for a while. And then we also got a uh, comment um, on your uh, personal page, but it was for this video. Yeah. Well, not this video. Not this. No, I just meant like for yes, for beyond for our focus, but it was on your personal Facebook page. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So someone else watched it. So I was unaware who was watching it. So that's good news too. So. Is there anything else? Nope. I don't know. So, yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. It is officially Christmas Day. We had like... I doubt you're watching us on Christmas Day. So watch Nightmare Before Christmas and then watch this episode and then you'll 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 tie it in somehow. Yeah. Just mm. be like... So, Merry Christmas. Watch and... I was just going to say watch one of those weird... Like they have Jack... Not, not the cool Jack Frost, but the horror Jack Frost about the killer snowman. And they have like... Sleigh ride with what is it, Stone Cold Steve Austin or some some wrestler guy where he's Killer Santa. Give me Michael Keaton and Jack Frost. That I'm was a good movie, but that has I know no relation to horror movies. It doesn't matter. It was good. I like Michael Keaton, and it's it still a Christmas movie, and it, it is was Christmas. Sad though. <sighs> but it's still good. It was sad. It was good. It was good. Okay. Anyways. Anyway, anyways, anyways, anyways. Till next time. Long days and a pleasant night.